shit talkers welcome to talk shit with p so obviously i'm p of talk shit with p <laughs> and i am such a shit talker that i had to create my own stage my podcast is a safe space to talk all the shits of this shitty world and believe me this is a shitty world with lots of shit to talk about i sometimes shit talk by myself and no i'm not crazy and other times well most of the time I am joined by incredible individuals who do all the shit talking. Well, not all, but most of the shit talking. On Talk Shit with P, we laugh, we cry, we cuss a lot, but most important, we learn something. Well, at least I do, and I would hope so do you. So, grab a drink and join the party. Welcome back to Talk Shit with P. Today I have something different with you. Today we're gonna talk life lessons with the amazing that Chite. Now I'm gonna get into who that Chite is. Uh, I'm gonna let her introduce herself first. Then we're gonna get into who she is and the life lessons that we're gonna talk about. So, um, that Chita, welcome to talk shit with P. <laughs> thank you so very much, darling. I appreciate. It. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now, if you don't mind introducing yourself so my listeners can know who you are, where you at, and what you do, all those good stuff before we get into it. All right, all right, all right. My name is Chita, uh, also known as Pauline. I am from Tanzania. In, uh, I don't know, Paul. I'm not supposed to be speaking in Swahili or English. You did not hit me up with that. <laughs> so I don't know which one I should oh, well, go with. I'd prefer English because not all my listeners are Swahili, oh, but, 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 but you can mix it. I've had episodes where I mix it. So. All right. No problem. Yeah. All right, then. My name is Chite, also known as Paulina. I'm from Tanzania, living in the U.S. I live in Hanover, Maryland. I'm a cast walker. That's what I do. I deal with people, with an individual with a mental challenge and stuff like that. So here, here I am today. Paula decided to invite me and talk shit for Paula. So yeah. here we're going to be talking, but today it's not going to be, be a lot of shit, though. <laughs> Might be a little bit of a shit, but it's not going to be a lot. Yes, so we're getting serious today. Yeah, and a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that's why uh, she relates to me because, you know, she deals with mental cases and I oh am a mental case. So we, 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 we blend Don't in. Don't do that. <laughs> my um, fun fact so um i met that cheat like recently uh through clubhouse you see how clubhouse is connecting people i know I've right been a- <laughs> i've been attending the um uh, the clubhouse in the uh, in the Tanzanian community, and every time I'm in a lo- room where the Chita is hosting, it's always amazing. Just um, you get you. a lot of stuff at the same time. You get the stupid stuff, you get the shit stuff, but you also get the serious <laughs> conversations, and you get the full package. Right. And I was like, I have to have you on my because when she talks, you really listen. And there was this day where they also ended up putting me on the spot with my podcast, and that's how this ended up coming because exactly. the cheetah was feeling full on gems and i was like oh my god yes <laughs> i need you to come and inspire people on my podcast and here and hey. there we are uh-huh. so um let's talk about your entrepreneurship journey the reason i wanted to have this discussion is that day you did mention briefly of how your journey started and that inspired me to know from how long uh, like how old you are when you started doing this shit so 
let's talk about that how did your entrepreneurship journey start all right so i i i if i can recall i think i really got this from my mom um she has been an so she was uh she used to work with government she she used to be a teacher she's a retired right now but um the reason i think for why i was really into uh entrepreneurship it started at home i if i can really remember like around when i was 10 11 years old or if i can take up to when i was eight years old i remember my mom used to uh used to used to bring this uh Vitenge from Zimbura, mm-hmm. uh, and when he would bring them at the house, he used to pick me. She used to pick me for some reason, and then I, I never knew why she used to do that. She will call me if even if I'm, I'll be doing something. She'll be like, "Can you come over and help me with something?" And here I am. If I'm start talking to her, she will ask me, "Do you mind if you can take this?" She would take like ten pieces and put them in a big old uh, plastic bag. Mm-hmm mind to take them around the building because we used to live in a building where we used to have like uh, 12 families mm-hmm. and all the moms uh, in that building they know each other you know how we live oh in yeah so um she used to ask me to take them and go around and knock in one door after the other and um the only way to motivate me she used to tell me this is what i'm gonna do i sell them for twenty five thousand. But if you want to do 30, if you want to do 30,000 and they're going to pay you 30,000, that's up on you. And I really don't have a problem. And you can keep my 25. Exactly. (laughs) You can keep that 5,000 and then you can do something if you wish to do whatever you want to do with it. I was like, oh, okay. So I I was not really doing it because she asked me to do it. I was doing because I knew I'm going to get money at the end of it. Yes. So if I'll take like 10 pieces, when, I'll be, when I'm coming back, I'll have like probably two pieces left or like mm-hmm. one piece left, you know, I'll sell like, I'll, I'll sell like seven of them or I'll sell like eight of them. And then I'll come back home with either one piece or two pieces. And then she will ask me, so who says she's going to buy for $30? I mean, for 30000 then I will tell her. Mama, Mama Jackie said, said, said um, she's going to buy for 30 Another person says she's going to buy for 10000 And then she'll be like, okay, when your money is here, I'm going to give it to you, you know? And then mm. you can tell me what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. So there's a time whereby I, I had almost like, uh, I think it was 50000 back then. Mm-hmm. And then I asked her, I said, is it okay? So this time, instead of you sending me to go sell your Vitenge, I want, like, when you're ordering your Vitenge from Bujumbura, I want for you to order me. So you invested it. Exactly. And she said, (laughs) and she went ahead and looked at me and she laughed, you know, she always, she must have been proud. Yeah. She laughed. She looked at me and she laughed. She said, you, you are, she always tell me I was, was, since when I, she said, since when I was younger, I was completely different, different. When I say different, like completely different for my whole other five siblings that I have. And all of them, they're like, so quiet. Yeah, I feel like parents do tell. That's why you said you didn't know why your mom picked you. But I think exactly. they saw the, the, the cell in you. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. You know, I, I think so. She did. I think she did. And she know, like, I was. I, I have been so determined since when I was young. It's like, if I want to do something, as long as I want to do it, I won't care what whatsoever come my way. I'm going to do it either or. If I put myself in it, trust and believe me and when i'm gonna get myself out of it it's when i'm in it's like done completely done 
and I know I, for a fact that I accomplished what I wanted. I don't know you that long, but I can testify to that because we're going to talk about why I'm I'm saying that at the end of this episode. Cause, exactly. cause, but, but I can testify to that because this know, is right? what ended up bringing us over here right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So that's how I started. So I asked her and then she went ahead and told me, she said, um, one piece uh, of kitenge, which it has like six, uh, what, what you call it, six uh it's what six, six pieces uh, yeah six piece they call it six piece she said it was uh it was 18 it was 18 uh two shillings it was 18 18 000 two shillings i was like okay come on if i'm gonna give you ten, i mean fifty thousand, then i'm gonna get a couple of them mm-hmm. she was like yeah but then we made a deal she said okay so when you when they're gonna be here when they come here what you're going to do is we're gonna take a half of mine and we're gonna take a half of yours and if you're gonna sell them, we are all gonna sell them in, in exactly same amount. So mm-hmm. if you've been selling them mine for thirty dollars, yours is gonna be thirty. I mean, if you're gonna sell yours for, excuse me, I keep on saying thirty dollars. This America, <laughs> thirty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> so she went ahead and told me, if that's what you do, you wanna do, that's okay. But we cannot do twenty-five, uh, twenty-five and thousand, 30. and thirty thousand. We cannot do that because they're all coming from same place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So some of them, they were like, uh, all of them, they were like 30,000. 30, so that's what we were doing. And then before you know, I just, it just outgrew out of there. I started making money. I was getting, I was getting uh, like uh, good money out of it. That's how I started. So um, by the time when I was in, uh, when I was in high school, at that time, my sister used to, my sister used to go to school in Moshi. So when she will be coming over, she was older than I, but she's a quiet one. She's mm-hmm. really, really, and at that time she used to be so quiet, at least nowadays, since she has been into business, she, she talks, but not as much like the way I am. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a very talkative person. She oh, does yes. talk, yes, but she's more like an uh, observer. She mm-hmm. would just observe and then when she has to say something, that's when she's going to say something, mm-hmm. you know. So when she was coming back from um, from Moshe, Moshi, and then coming to, to Dar, she'll be sitting in Dar. Some of her friends used to come over to visit at the house. I used to like dressing really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, most of the times I used to buy Mtumba. That's what I was wearing when I was a teen. But mm-hmm. like, if I put my, my clothes together, you might be thinking maybe they're coming from beautiful boutique, but they're not coming from boutique. That's why there's, there's that statement. They uh-huh. say you might wear all the labels, but exactly. if you're not fashionable, you're not fashionable. Exactly. There's a difference exactly. between being exactly. fashionable and... <laughs> uh-huh. my, oh, most, most of my teenage, my, my clothes that I was wearing, they were secondhand clothes. You know, you go on yes. the place, you buy them from there. That's what I used to do. So I will go there, I will buy my clothes. So most of our friends, they used to come over and then they would ask me, like, you know, where you get your clothes? I like how you dress. I like how you push your colors. I like how you do this. So I look into it. I say, I don't have a specific store where I go and buy these clothes, where I can go back and find exactly the same clothes. Mm-hmm. But how am I going to do If I want to sell the same clothes that I'm wearing, how am I going to do it? So one day, um, I went over to Kinondoni. There's a guy who I used to know who was a very good friend of my... Um, my sister's boyfriend at that time, because mm-hmm. she was in high school. So I asked her, I said, um, I said, um, Porky, you have your brother, right? And he was like, yeah. I said, your, your brother sells some very nice male clothes. He was like, yeah. I said, if I'm going to ask them to give me some details, because I want to buy exactly where the place where he's buying his clothes, but I want to buy women clothes, can that be possible? And he said, yeah, you can talk to him, you know. 
we're going to go over there. You can sit down and ask some questions and stuff like that. And then you can see what's going to happen. I was like, okay. So one day, uh, to make a story short, we went over to his store. I sat down with him. His name was Jonathan. He's still mm-hmm. doing the same thing up to this day, baby. Because now he, he became large. He's like all over. Shops and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I went to Jonathan. I sat down. He was somewhere in Morocco. Like going towards Kinondoni. Mm-hmm. It was such a very beautiful store. It was a second-hand clothes. But I'm telling you, that guy knew fashion. When I'm telling you he knew fashion, at that time, with everything that he was selling over there, they were all name brands. But all of them, they were second-hand. And they were original because he was getting them from here. So he gave me some information of the guy who he was buying the clothes from. The guy was in Bear. So at that time, I put him travel to go to Bear by myself. It was not going to be possible, at, at, you know, at all. So I asked him, I said, if I'm going to give him some money and then he buy me them clothes that I want, can he do that? He was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a problem at all. I believe at the first time when we started, if I actually at the back of my head, we started like, uh, we started that's how we started. Then after that, he brought me the clothes. But the only problem was, you never know what you're buying. Yeah. You're just going to buy you them. Just they call, they call so them Jola. Surprise. Exactly. They call them Jola. So you buy as a Jola. You buy, you open it. And then it's, it's going to be a surprise, as you say. Because you will never know what is in there. You cannot mm-hmm. tell what, what is in that in that Jola. You, you open up and then you start flipping them and see which one and what you're going to sell for how much. So me and my sister would sit down and then I asked her, I said, if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna be selling this clothes, we're just starting, we have to bring customers. So if we're gonna be selling them for for like for very expensive, we're not gonna get anybody. Yeah, you gotta start so, law. Exactly. So I told her, I say I, I think we need to do like maybe uh ten thousand a piece, ten thousand t shillings a piece. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Yeah, that's that's okay. So that's how we started. And before you know, the business was booming. It's like yeah, we, we were buying them and then we, we will go all Flipping the way. Flipping it around. The, exactly. We will go all the way to the summit in the building that we used to live. And we start, mm-hmm. you know, one after the other just to see like which one we can sell and which one we cannot. And which one we'll have to destroy. So and stuff like that. So before you know, a year later, hey, the business was all over the place. We were selling them. I used to take them to, um, to the universities. I used to take them. CBE. I used to take them to um, University of Maryland, University of Dar es Salaam. <laughs> I was about to say University of Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> Where? When? How? <laughs> so, anyways, that's the real. It's just the real, you know. So, anyways, we used to take them to CBE. We used to take them to IFM. Sometimes I used to. Uh, my sister at that time she was finishing uh, high school. So she was going to she was going to um, to college. I cannot remember the name of that university. Tumaini. Is it Tumaini? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it Tumaini? Does it call Tumaini? You're asking As- the wrong person. So, so yeah. So he was she was going over there. So when she was going over there, we'll, we'll do the same thing. When we order, when the clothes come over, instead of them come to Da, since I was in Da, they will mm-hmm. send them the clothes to um they'll send the clothes to Morogo and then she will continue to do the same thing. Nice. To a point whereby I had to tell her, since this is, has been you doing it more than the way I'm doing it, 
I think let this let let this be your business, and then on top of this, let me just do something else. And at that time, I myself, I was uh, I was in college. I was in CBE actually. I was mm-hmm. on second year in CBE. So we had a we had a holiday. We closed the college and we had a holiday. That was the first time that I traveled. I traveled. I went to um, the first time I went to India. Mm-hmm. I had a friend. Uh, her name is Irene. She was going to uh, Seca. Correct. Seca <laughs> <laughs> herself, the Majesty. Bibia <laughs> Seca. Big shout out to you. <laughs> Big shout out to Seca. You know. So Seca was Seca was in India. So when she was in India, she used to come back home. She would have these nice jeans, nice clothes, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I would have loved to do business, but I would like to come and buy the clothes from there. Hold on one minute. I'm uh-huh. pretty sure when this episode comes out, Sekata Tupa Mama Troba Kimao WhatsApp. Sana. You know Sekata. You know what time it is. Yes, I can already see. Well, yeah, that's my prayer buddy. She be sending me prayers every nice. morning. I love her. Nice. That's that's my girl. That's yeah. my girl right there. Yeah, she's so, she, she a real friend. Oh yeah, she sure is. So, anyways, so um, she was going to college over there, university actually over there. So I asked her, and I, I was like, uh, I would have loved to come over if there's a possibility, so I can come over and buy some clothes. And how much do you think I might have? So we kind of sit down and then we pinpoint and see how much she was buying her clothes. Mm-hmm. And then she say, "Yeah, it's something that is new about Chita. If you would really want to come over, why can't you do it?" I was like, "Okay, let me wait for until when I when I get paid." Because at the same mm-hmm. time, when I was going through college, you know, Chita, Chita was working too. Of course, <laughs> Chita was working too. So at that time, I used to work at this um, at this guy. I cannot remember the name of the place. It was in a um, poster. Uh, there was this Indian guy. They used to sell uh, well, on on a carpet. Mm-hmm. So I used to go there for like a couple hours, and I, I used to make my money. I used mm-hmm. to be the receptionist. So I would go there and I sit down. I would help them. That would be like after 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 school, like around three, um, like around uh, around three, four, because they used mm-hmm. to be open until like uh, uh, three p.m. at uh, nine p.m. at night. So I used to do that sometimes. I'll go and collect my money. So that's what I, we did that. So we talked, I talked to Seka and Seka said something that she can do. I corrected my money and I still had some money that I had that the business we were doing with my sister. And we sat down, I proposed to it to my sister and I told her what I, I really wanted to do. And she was mm-hmm. like, hey, if that's what you want to do, I always trust whatever that you want to do because you always, if you say you want to do something, you always put an energy into it. So who am I to say no? If that's what you want to do, hey, go for it. So anyway, I went with Seka, I, I, I traveled, Seka was already there because she was in college. Mm. I went over, I met her over there, I stayed there for like a couple days. She took me to some of the stores, we went over, we bought this, uh, a lot of clothes. After we bought them, she helped me pack them in the plastic and wrap, rip them all, wrapping them off and everything. And then after that, after like a week or so, I was gone. Came, went back to Tanzania. I went over. I took my clothes. I had a car at that time. Took my clothes, put them on my behind my rav I was driving around with it wherever I go. If uh, if you are inviting me to Paula to come yes. over, there's a uh, like we're just gonna sit down for tea with your girls. I'm gonna mm-hmm. come with my clothes. Of course. 
if uh, someone is going to tell me there's a party, we are having a party, I'm going to come with my clothes. Because guess what? While we're sitting down having fun and drinking and everything, I'm going to make sure I tell you what I do. And when I'm going to tell you what I do, and I will tell you that I have clothes I'm selling, I have this and this and that. Would you like to see them? If you want to see them, I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab all of you outside mm-hmm. and I'm going to go show you what I have. Sometimes I used to sell them cash right there and then. And sometimes most of people, they used to take them. They'll tell you like, I'll pay you maybe in three days, four days, mm-hmm. in a week time or whatsoever. But most of them, they used to be a truthful people that you can trust. So I mm-hmm. never had an issue of doing that. So yeah, that's what I did. And then before you know, it was another trip and it was another trip. And then I went for another trip. The second time I went over and I just came to find out I, would, uh, I was I was able to buy uh, silver and gold for a very, very, very cheaper price more than the way it is in Tanzania. Oh, yeah, in India, of course. Correct. It was really cheap. So after I realized that, I said to myself, why can't I just, you know, do clothes business? And I said, at the same time, I can get a little bit of gold and a little bit of silver. And then let me go and try it and see if I can mm-hmm. sell. So at that particular time, while I was doing all of this, my mom had a, her friends and, you know, mm-hmm. so I think she told them that like, I, I was traveling at that time, going to India to buy some clothes and everything. Then they wanted for me to start selling them sari. You know, oh, them people yeah. saying, yeah. So before you know, business just grew up so quick. It was just like a flip of a coin. Before you know, everything was booming. Like, whoop, you know. So I was buying sari. I was buying some clothes for women. I was buying uh, gold. I was buying silver. And then on top of that, I used to go with Emirates. Going to India, I used to take Emirates. So when mm-hmm. I'm in Dubai, I will buy some perfume. Oh, yes. You know how perfumes are in Tanzania. I used to a bunch yeah. of perfumes, like a lot of perfume for a cheaper price too. So by the time I'm, I'm coming to Dar, I have a, a car full of a lot of stuff. But most of my stuff, the ones that I used to buy in India, they used to take like a, they used to, they used to take some of them, they used to take like a couple of days before I received them. Because some of them I used to come with them and some of them I couldn't, I couldn't get, I, I could not get like all of them. So they will find somebody who is coming to Tanzania since they had like a bunch of people um, who were like traveling back and forth. Some of them, they were going for, uh, you know, for uh for health reasons for the checkup and stuff like that mm-hmm. so whenever they get somebody who is coming to tanzania they will ask that person and the person will bring those stuff to me so that's mm-hmm. how it was and that's how i started doing that's how i started being an entrepreneur damn girl i'm impressed and i'm looking <laughs> at myself and i'm like i seriously wasted my younging days because well, no, you, you can start right now paula what are you talking about oh yes you're i know about, but, 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 like but, but, 90 but, years old <laughs> No, it's just so impressive. Like, yeah, me at that you time, Okinipa Tuela, the first thing I think about PP, Dolly's, you need it, bro. Different levels. But uh, it's so... I've been doing that. And up to now, I'm still doing the same thing. I've been sending stuff home. I've been sending all these products that are not in Zote. I know. Uh, you perfume. do, you do, you actually do have an Instagram page. I do have an Instagram please, page. Correct. Please share it. So I do have whoever an is Instagram listening page. here. Yes, I do have an Instagram page. It's called The Wardrobe US. The Wardrobe US. 
And if you go into it, that's where you can find all the good stuff that I have. And, and you know she's time, rigid and she yeah. she gets the best shit. She she's yeah. been doing this. So. Yeah. It's not it's not the first time. I've been in this road for a minute. There you go. So let yeah. me ask you. Um what actually I know I I know in the beginning it was your your mom asked you and you did it but what brought in that drive that this this is the shit I'm I let me keep doing this cuz I could see like my mom was doing my mom she was a teacher as I said mm-hmm. and I could see like she has a job but still when she's coming home she is still doing other stuff cuz she was not doing only that selling those vitengas and at the same time My mom used to take orders for uh this this one of the restaurant I can not remember the name of it is in uh somewhere in uh Posta. Oh my good lord. Somewhere in Posta, Posta di Posta. They used to have a restaurant where my mom used to take order for uh samosas. Nice. She used to make some good samosas. So sometimes they will ask her for like maybe 300 piece, 400, oh, 500. So we used to have dadas, there were two dadas, then my would sit down with them and she would do it. So I was like, okay. She still has a job. And she's she still she's still cooking, you know. And at the same time, she's still hustling on the other side. Oh yeah. So I was like, if I'm just going to be sitting down and waiting for one place where the money is going to be coming, then I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm going to be wasting my my time. And she was the best mom ever. My- at the same time She was such a best mom ever. She was a mother that you have never ever. She was like, I don't know what to tell you. She has been there for everything. It's like when you are needed for uh for like uh school, you need her, she will show up. And still God she will still do all the above. So I think that's why when I was looking at, exactly. When I was looking at it, I was like, you know what? If she can do it, I can do it better. Babe. And I'm going to challenge myself to be Especially better. Especially since you're younger and exactly. you have more strength. Exactly. Yeah. My mom was an accountant in Mwimbili and she still also did um she loved baking so she turned it into like you know what zini wakiwa keki and all that. She would do that. And now she's actually back at it. She stopped the while because she moved and stuff. Now she's back in Tanzania and she's she's back at it. She's exactly. like look she would send me pictures and be like look at how many orders I got. I'm like you go mom. Exactly. Catch part 2 coming out on Sunday.